Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn Talks box office breakdown. We are talking about Civil War. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's box office breakdown. <laughs> oh, there's a little oh. twist to the jingle going on. <laughs> Remix. Ah, ah, ah. DJ, drop that because I've just dropped our normal format mm-hmm. where we typically talk about all the movies in yeah. the box office. Foo. A sole focus pretty much on Captain America's Civil War, which dominated the box office yep. this past weekend. Of Dominate. course, we'll throw in a little bit of information about the other movies. We'll try and keep it spoiler-friendly spoiler friendly mm-hmm. or free, but spoiler we free. will give a little bit of feedback on at least our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Try not to go over that line and give anything too far away. Uh, We'll talk about some international numbers. We'll have the top five list for you. We'll talk about what's coming out soon and make some predictions. It's kind of how we roll. So I'm your host, Sarah Stratton, and today we have JTE. Busy, busy to back, y'all. And Thomas transformed into Steven. I took a lot of Rogaine. I rubbed it all over my face, but I could not fill out the beard enough to replace him fully. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. I'm the executive producer of Popcorn Talk, Steven. Uh, tweet at me, at Steven Lemieux. Uh, of course, uh-huh. at Schmoes JT and Sarah Understore Yeah, yeah we and, don't really uh, give those around the end, and we'll repeat Finstock them all. is working on a Drake music video. No, he just he's stuck in traffic. I Everyone's surrounding his car. <laughs> Because of the pink Brown? music video. No, it was, oh, no, I'm sorry. no, it was pink. It was, it was pink? That happened a while yeah. ago. No, I mean, all the fans mm-hmm. are crowding around his house because mm-hmm. of the pink music video. He can't get out. Uh, there you um, go. There's a little the spot love. in the video where yep. it says Finstock's address, and it's just it's it's really holding I mean, him back. It, the guy's just globetrotting from one music video to another. He went from pink to Drake, and now he's doing Chris Brown, yeah. which he's stuck on. Uh, I think he's just trying to get to that level where he gets so deep into the music industry, especially the music video part, where he finally will get to meet Tupac, who, as we all know, is not dead. Well, yeah. I think he's just kind of found his niche. Like, he's always been mm-hmm. kind of in the production realm, yeah. but he won't go see every movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, in production. Something's being made. Yep. But then there's a lot of girls and partying yep. and, you know, his type of friends. Well, we originally, like, uh, when, we, when we were going to make Popcorn Talk, we originally were talking to you know Christian and the Schmoes and mm-hmm. they, they were thinking we were thinking you know movies are in the past music videos are the way of the mm-hmm. future and you know Finstock's really upset he has always been a little bit bitter about the decision to keep it a movie network <laughs> yeah. it was originally just going to be music videos mm-hmm. and music video discussion because uh, MTV doesn't do that anymore obviously gotcha. so his initial pitch was just for the show to be an audition for girls who go in music videos <laughs> he, they would come in he would look at them and be like you Drake you're a Minaj video and I mean if you can switch that, to the couch video you can see that couch career? Can you imagine? I can how imagine. Ha- oh, oh God! We have the couch for him right here. Yeah, guys. we do have the couch. Beauty standards by Finstock, <laughs> and on that, those clavicles are amazing. Oh, gosh. oh my God! Okay, so point A of today is going to be Civil War. Point B was just Finstock. That's yep. what all yep. of our B for Finstock. All of our other B for Finstock. Bob's gonna say Bob Finstock. He gets me for effort. All right, we will give a little bit of acknowledgement to some of the other movies from this past weekend, starting with Keanu, which Keanu. brought in. In $3.2 million, it dropped 65%. Um, its total gross is about $15 million coming Which is the budget. Brothers. Yeah, yep. budget was 15 so, There you go. And positive reviews. Yeah. I saw it. Nice laugh That's out loud. That's a good loud. little funny movie. I haven't fun. seen it yet. No. Can't wait to see it. Check it out. Those guys are great. 
I'm, yes. I'm glad that their first movie was not a flop. Like, that's what I was really excited for, because they deserve the success that's coming to them. I will say, like, I've heard a lot of interviews with them, like, the weeks coming up. They sound like they were pretty confident it was going to be a semi-hit. And I, I don't think we quite call it a hit at this point. It's, if it makes its money back, great. Yeah. It's not a loss. Mm-hmm. But I think they would have loved, I mean, who wouldn't have loved, like, maybe a $50 million? This is going to struggle to get to 50. It's not good. It'll yeah, be lucky if it gets to but 30. But it won't... Damage their career. Like, they've no. broken yeah. into the film market. They show mm-hmm. that they can pull it on. They can get good reviews. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe with more marketing, more budget. Who knows what they'll need. Yeah. But with what they had, cameras, whatever, let's they be, did solve. Let's be perfectly honest. They made a movie about a cat named yeah. Keanu. <laughs> and it is making $15 million. Like, yeah. let's just kind of give credit where credit is due. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always tricky when you make that jump from TV to film. Yeah. They did a decent job. And, I mean, it's right next... On the list, next to the Huntsman Winter's War, Woo. which had yeah. a much higher budget, <laughs> yes, and is only bringing in three point nine million dollars, and yep. it drops fifty nine percent. Its total gross is at about forty. Mm-hmm. What was right its budget? Now? Do you have its budget? Oh, oh gosh, I do yeah. have its budget. I want one hundred and fifteen. I, I don't want them to make any more of these movies. There no. are so many more scripts out there to deserve to be made. <laughs> I didn't After want them to make two, this movie. We're already saying anymore. Yeah, this was. <laughs> I didn't want them to make this one. Yeah. The question is, what was this movie yeah. prequel? I don't. I don't even want to get into the. Ugh. Just don't. Yeah. Craziness it's not the, the show. Day. Mother's Day, one of the most <laughs> interesting yeah. interesting numbers of this week goes to Mother's Day, which has brought in $11 million. Why is that interesting? Because it's up 32% from last week. I feel like four months ago, there's a marketing meeting and there's one guy's like, guy, let's release it the weekend before Mother's Day. And like, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, no, trust me. Trust. Trust me. Trust me. Get some good press by I saying mean, we've gone up. <laughs> I would have understood if you did that if it had spectacular reviews, yeah. maybe, to really get the mothers to show up. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it wasn't a good movie, and it, no one's been saying it was, and then it goes up, it just shows the power, I guess, of the holiday, where the moms yep. are like, well, well, it's about moms. We're well, going to go see it. I mm-hmm. mean, if you want the full review, we got we did an anime for it. Mm-hmm. We had uh, the kid from like, Oda Vaccaro came on. Did you tear mm-hmm. it apart? You know, we always try to find the positives in any movie. <laughs> okay. So it, it, it found some positives. We found some positives. Okay. Let's just leave it at There's that. There's moms in it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Moms are like gen- But were there mothers? <laughs> this is a question. <laughs> but going up in numbers and taking the third spot, which also threw off pretty much everyone's yeah. Yeah. Five No prediction was correct. Because nope. of this anomaly. And I actually put it. Up a spot on my list because I said it would get a boost for Mother's Day, but I didn't think it would be enough to take out Huntsman, and it killed Huntsman. There's yep. one viewer in the chat, I'm sure, that's just like, I knew it. Yeah, I guessed it. Of course. I mean, good for them. Yeah, that, right? that's impressive. Yeah. Um, the Jungle Book, which has been Home strong, well, killing we've it. Really been talking about for a while. Brought in another 24 million, so it dropped down 44 percent. Let's talk about that total gross for a second. 287. Mm. That's it. Like. It's just a Jesus. juggernaut. It's accounting for why Disney yep. brought home so much money in total this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, 
chunk of that coming from a drama book, but of course the large chunk of that coming Boom. from Captain America's Civil War, mm-hmm. bringing in $179 million. That is including previews, so it's pretty much four-day. It's funny. I've heard, it, like, some of the reports of, I heard of first was like 180 this is mm-hmm. 179 but I saw another website, I think it was Variety, said 181 So it seems to be off by like a million or so, but still, I think we all thought it was going to break 200 for the most well, part. Well, we didn't have Stephen. We didn't know. Yeah, you, what were you thinking? Did, were you thinking it was going to break 200? I was on the fence. I okay. figured I figured above 175. Mm-hmm. That was like my most mm-hmm. like resistant because I'd love to say, oh yeah, Civil War 200. Mm-hmm. But you know, we've had Deadpool, we've had Batman versus mm-hmm. Superman, so we've had a lot of it. If this was the first comic book movie coming out this year, year, I'm sure 200, 250, easy. But mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah. we've already been kind of mm-hmm. introduced to a few movies already this year that I kind of had to be a little bit and more. Batman versus Superman might have put, while well, might have increased some people to say, see it, it might or have also decreased. swayed it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I said 205 million. I thought it would just break 200, but I figured if it didn't, it would still be in the 190s. I was a little surprised it only made about 180. Are we blaming this on, or not blaming, are we saying that this is because Mother's Day happened? Yeah, I mean, we're busy. It kind of took at least half of the day away on Sunday where people had to spend time with their moms. I think everyone whose mom is named Martha was afraid to go out and see it. I mean, Friday's numbers, Thursday night's numbers, Fridays and Saturdays were all really high. I mean, it looked like it was going to at least make two hundred million, and it definitely took a dip uh, on Sunday. No, previews were a little were lower than. Like, I, I I saw anywhere from one hundred eighty to two hundred million. Yeah, and like if I think it was twenty five on Thursday night alone, then it made yeah. like sixty to seventy on Friday, and almost like fifty. I mean, I, I was mean, like, oh, it, we're already at like one hundred fifty million going into Sunday. It I've, didn't quite get there. The, I, yeah. the shocking part for me is still, and I've said it last week. If you were with us, is that. This didn't feel, although Captain America's in the title, mm-hmm. it feels so much more like it looks like it's going to be an Avengers movie yep. versus just a Captain America movie. It really threw me that, off when I watched it, too, because mm-hmm. I, I was so... The trailers are all Avengers-esque. Mm-hmm. Everything, the marketing is everything Avengers-esque. They're, they're even just calling it Civil War. Nobody really says Captain, Captain America. America yeah. And then you watch the movie, and the way they edited it with the large letters and the locations... It was edited the way a Captain America movie was, mm-hmm. so it really threw me off a little bit for the first 20 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. And then when I was like, oh, it's a Captain America movie, you kind of get more into yeah. it. One thing I will say, even though it didn't break $200 million, unlike our number 10 movie of the weekend, <laughs> Super- Bavvy Superman dropped off big time. Yeah. Captain America's going to be strong it's next gonna, weekend. Because yeah. word of mouth is so strong in this movie, the opposite of Bavvy Superman... I think it's easily going to outdo Batman vs. Superman worldwide and domestically. Well, yeah, we can get into that definitely. Like, just Rotten Tomatoes alone, this movie has about 90%. Mm-hmm. Um, some of its accolades, it has, it's the fifth largest all-time opening. It helped make Disney the fastest to cross $1 billion. It only took 128 days this year. Uh, Universal had the record last year for 165 wow. It also helped Disney bring in $206 million this weekend, mm-hmm. which is more than 86% of the overall weekend. Disney is now the fastest to get to two billion internationally. And if you put two billion internationally plus the one billion, you get fastest also to three billion globally. Doing Jesus. quite well. Yeah. It is the third largest in the um, Marvel 
universe. For the Captain, and for Captain America, since it technically is a Captain America, it is a one of the greatest film over film growths with a 91.3% increase to the wow. Winter Soldier. I think so, you have to compare this to Avengers, though. You can't. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, agree. I agree with you. And also. Because, like, I didn't even see Winter Soldier in theaters. I was, oh, you did? I, I oh, was man, so, so disinterested after the first one. What? I, I waited. I didn't like the first wow. one when it came Winter out. Winter Soldier's pretty good. Yeah. I, when I saw it, actually, yeah. I was like, oh, this is great. And then I rewatched the first one. I liked it a lot I, more. Yeah, I liked the first one. I was going to say. Yeah. I, it, I think. No, I just didn't like the first one for some reason. Well, let me ask a question here, and there's a lot of questions. Like after I, I saw this like three weeks ago, and everyone's asked me this one question: Is it better than Winter Soldier? What would you put it? Would you rank it above Winter Soldier or underneath it? I'm for curious. For me, it's above. For you, Civil War is above. Yes. Winter Soldier. Yes. As a movie as a whole, I would say yes. But as a Captain America movie, no. Like if I'm going to look at this as a Captain America movie. Um, Captain America was not my favorite part of this movie, and the entire storyline literally doesn't work if you don't have the other characters. Like, if you're going to look at this as mm-hmm. a Captain America storyline, the majority of the story falls on Bucky and Iron Man. So, I mean, Captain mm-hmm. America is kind of like, oh, he's there, and there's a mm-hmm. huge climax. I'm not going to spoil anything, but, you know, really, it's... Iron Man and Bucky. It's not a Captain America focused movie. I mean, he. I yeah, will. I tough. think he's in there. It, it'll be interesting to actually weigh yeah. out the full screen time. Or, but I would put this. I'd put Winter Soldier just a tad above because I think it tells a story from beginning, middle, and end. I do think Civil War has better set pieces. I mean, the airport scenes, the scene everyone's talking about, that might be one of the best comic book action scenes ever. Yeah. Uh, so it's hard to take out context, but. There's some things about Civil War, like they jump around so many times. There are a lot of characters they have to feed into. Yeah. The only reason why I would give Winter Soldier over it is because it's just it's telling Cap's story, like you said. It's telling it has a through line, beginning, middle, and end. Whereas this one, it feels a little jumbled at times. Well, I, I feel it, like it's more does. telling Bucky's story through the middle of end. Um, and the reason I would give it, although I did like Winter Soldier, so it's not like a mm-hmm. dislike, is that. For taking it as much more of an ensemble movie, mm-hmm. I thought that they put a lot of effort into the rationale behind each character, including their supporting characters mm-hmm. for their actions. There was a lot of like planning on like for motivations, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of time gets left out in the in ensemble movies. You mm-hmm. don't get whatever why each character is doing what they're doing. I think they did a lo- they surprised me mm-hmm. a couple of times. I think giving an audience something to debate about to pick sides on yeah. really increases like the tension mm-hmm. and the draw into the film um, and but that it, that what I'll give what I agree with you completely is that's not me looking at this as a mm-hmm. Captain America movie I mean the, yeah. the because one, the one thing they do a great job on with Captain America the first one and the second one is it it's an espionage movie. It's yep. it's a James Bond superhero movie. Jason Bourne. And I think if you're looking at the story from Civil War, it really does a great job of having that. It doesn't... And, you know, you, they bring in all the other characters, and there's a huge mm-hmm. fight scenes to really give it this grandiose feeling of all these superheroes. Mm-hmm. But cut all that out, you have an espionage movie mm-hmm. surrounded... It's basically Winter Soldier 2 if you cut out all that other mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that it's bad. I mean, I, I put it on equal ground with Winter Soldier. They both have things that I really like. I, I don't want to get into the whole discussion on Civil War because I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. 
I'd say it's a very strong movie. I'd say it was its pacing was a little sluggish because they were adding in all these other characters. Because yeah. so like, if you took this and instead of making it Civil War, just made it the sequel to Winter Soldier, it could have been a two-hour movie with really strong back ends on Captain America and really strong on its own too. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily disagree or agree with how they did it. I just think, yes, it was a very good movie. Was it a Captain America movie? Eh. We will get more into it. Maybe we'll talk about it later once mm-hmm. we give a li- everyone a little bit more time, a week or so, yeah. Go to see, see the movie yeah. so we can give Go them a little it. bit more into the spoilers. Let's talk about how, basically, Captain America Civil War did overseas. Opening, <laughs> right? And that's what we're talking mm-hmm. about. And it, oh. it opened earlier, too, don't forget. Yes. Opening on Friday, May 6th with $27.7 million, uh, score that it was the sixth biggest in Chinese history. The film hit full power on Saturday, May 7th, when it scored 37.8 million, which is the seventh highest single day in China. It completed its three-day debut with 95.1 million. If you include previews, I believe it's actually closer to 97, um, which is... That's, yeah, close to 97. That means it's already overtaken the disappointing 95.7 million run of Batman mm-hmm. vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. It has been out for a couple yeah. of days. It has already yeah. passed it in China. It will only be a matter of one or two days before it overtakes the final cumulative score of 116, which was achieved by Captain America, Winter Soldier, in 2014, Damn. and Avengers Age of Ultron, which uh, that one achieved 241 million last year. So for China in particular. It's over 700 million worldwide as of right now. It's crazy. I believe it's at what 494 internationally. It's past the lifetimes of Captain America, Mm -hmm. Iron Man, Thor, Iron Man 2, Ant-Man, Thor, The Dark World, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Winter Soldier. And Batman v Superman's at like 8 something. And that has been out for months. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to go show you, DC has a lot of ground to cover before they even yeah. get close to Marvel. Well, they've I just mean, done such a good job with the world building. Yeah. I mean, everyone who's seen Ant-Man, mm-hmm. everyone who's seen a lot of these Marvel movies is excited for Civil War. Yes. I mean, this, mm-hmm. for people who have watched every single Marvel Universe mm-hmm. movie so far, Civil War is a huge payoff. You Definitely. get all the yeah. jokes. You're not missing out mm-hmm. on anything. I loved that they included Ant-Man so heavily yeah. and made so many jokes yeah. regarding that movie. Yeah. Also, Spider-Man has always done huge numbers in China. Yeah. So the fact that he was in that movie, there was a Probably. there was a uh, Asian TV series based on Spider-Man, mm-hmm. starring all Asian actors. They love him over there. I'm so excited for Black Panther's movie. I think everyone yeah. who watches Civil War will go see Black Panther there's, now. There's so many characters to mm-hmm. be excited about because yeah. of how they were portrayed. In Civil War. Yeah. Also going back to the Chinese box office, Chinese romance Book of Love, which had opened strongly the previous holiday weekend, dropped from $53.4 million to just $12 million because of all the money wow. that just Jesus. went towards Civil yeah. War. Um, and that, that now stands at $97.8 million after 10 days. Jungle Book finished the weekend in third place. Its cumulative score was $148 million after 23 days. A couple other interesting... Are points of note for the international box office. Japan's 
quote unquote golden weekend, I think it has okay. cultural significance, um, had Captain America actually opening in third place with only 4.2. Wow. So they, I thought that was interesting because so we've just been hearing everywhere yeah. where it's doing great, all that stuff. Korea had it opening in a nearly 2,000 screens. It brought in 28.7 million in just five Jeez. days. That was 91% of their total revenue. Yeah. So that's crazy. that's crazy. It is the biggest non-Korean opening ever and the biggest Marvel. So Marvel, yes. Yeah. Hit after hit. It, uh, Captain America Civil mm-hmm. War might not have broken all of our records. If you go mm-hmm. through its score chart, yeah. it's still like getting seven, eight, or like record yeah. places. But in Korea, it got some number it's ones. Like so. it, I don't. Th- the next film Marvel has coming out is Doctor Strange, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna do anywhere near this. Uh, I think it's going to be similar to Ant-Man numbers, which Ant-Man yeah. did good, but I mean, because those are new characters introducing. Yeah. This really is, like you said, doing Avengers numbers. Yes. Because you have all these familiar characters. And Robert Downey Jr. is kind of the ace ace card. You put that guy in a movie as Iron Man, forget about it. I know, but you also, you throw Benedict Cumberbatch in a movie nowadays. And but you're, does he you're have, I don't know if he has the comic book audience. Well, not the comic book audience. I think you'll pull a lot of he people from opened, other genres, though. But he hasn't really opened the film yeah. big yet. Yeah. True. I'm not sold on his... I love Draw. him on his sale, yeah. and I yeah. think that typically he's done really well with mm-hmm. an older audience, with film lovers, with women, all this stuff. And I mean, like, he's a lo- very lovable yeah. guy. I don't know, even if you're a great actor, even if you're lovable, mm-hmm. superhero movies have been bringing yeah. in yeah. so much money. Listen, like the Marvel logo is what's going to bring the money in for that movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could put anyone in that role as Doctor Strange, and it's going to do good just because of the Marvel logo. I mean, the fact that Ant Man. Was made. Yeah. It's actually, I mean, like, great. Carbatch has been one, in one large budget summer film so far, and that was Star Trek and Darkness, where he played Khan. Yeah. And it did good because it was coming off a sexual film, but he wasn't the draw there. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm just saying, I don't, I'm curious to see how it does. We are about to get into that. Was kind of our international information week. We yeah. typically have an international game right now, but since Tom's not here, we're going to do it. And since I don't want to just spend another five minutes straight talking about another Civil War thing, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a brief, just some What's quick happening? notes <laughs> okay. from Variety if Let's you want it. some further things to check out. One thing that will Affect Civil War's run is when X Men comes out. Yes, which, that comes out May twentieth. Yeah. Pretty short window. Yeah, reviews In, just came out today. That is what we're gonna get to. JT, do you want to start with what you have on this? Yeah, just you know, talking to a lot of my friends and colleagues who are critics and work in the entertainment industry, they all went and saw it Friday. Uh, people were tweeting out vague responses because the embargo was until today. Uh, but yeah, I talked to several people this morning because I'm a huge X Men fan. I was like. Tell me, how is it? Please tell me it's good. And I haven't looked at this I, any I, at all. I mean, oh, what I've gotten from people is, meh, it's good, not great. And I think the reason why a lot of these people are coming at it this way is because I love Days of Future Past. I thought that was one of the best in the series, and a lot of people that I've talked to felt the same way. So they're going in with these expectations, hoping it would be as good as Days of Future Past. And instead of being a great movie, it turns out it's just a good movie. A lot of the complaints I'm hearing is at two and a half hours, you feel the length. Okay. Uh, it feels, they, they say the first hour is better than the second um, from, half. From the Variety reveal. Yeah, Variety was this not is, this, is a, this is a quote. On X-Men Apocalypse. Brian Singer's fourth X-Men film disappoints with too many characters and an over-reliance on visual effects. Oh, damn it. And that's pretty much how that one started. So you you can Um, read the whole review if we want that. It does paint a pretty negative picture. 
Yeah, although I did tweet out earlier, like how I said, I lowered my expectations because I'm not going and expect to be as good as Days of Future Past. A uh, good friend who used to work at uh, AMC and Collider, uh, Amy Rose, is a big X Men fan. She told me, she said, "Don't worry, if you're X Men fan, you will enjoy this movie. Yeah, just don't expect it to it, be one of the best comedy movies." I'm ever gonna seen. see it. I I do like X Men, mm-hmm. but that that. This is worrisome a little bit. This is yeah. like okay, but the trailers were like this. I just have <laughs> to bring my expectations yeah. down and kind of be with getting something that's mm-hmm. not exactly what I want. Yeah, it's funny how the trailers can kind of set you up because when mm-hmm. I saw the first trailer for Days of Future Past, I had goosebumps. Yeah, it I was, was like, really holy good. crap, that looks amazing. Then I saw the movie and I was like, it was amazing. And then I seen the trailer for Apocalypse Now, and I was like, mm, I don't know. I, I'm excited because I love the last one. It's followed. But these, I was worrisome. It's and been following the trend of giving away too much. You and think I, the trailer gave yeah, too much? I okay. think the trailer's giving away too much. It's too much, just like explosions, and it's like a Michael Bay trailer well, if you watch it. It's like you said, the CGI yeah. too. It looks kind of mm-hmm. like there's a part where she splits the car in half. I'm like, it looks cool, but man, it looks CGI. Well, even even in the most recent trailer where they they give away the surprise appearance, I'm not going to say it because yeah, hopefully yeah. some people don't about. watch the trailers. Yeah. I was really upset because I'm yeah. like, I wish that I didn't know Spider-Man was in Civil War. Right. I would have loved to go into the movie not knowing that. I know they did it for ticket sales, yeah. and I know they're doing this for ticket sales. Yeah, same thing. But like, I would have mm-hmm. preferred to go into the movie, see that, and be at least have one point. If the mm-hmm. movie's less than amazing, have that one point where I'm like, yeah, yeah! like I wanted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am really excited for Wolverine three, though. I know it's a yeah, long ways are. off, but they just started we'll shooting see. this week. Yeah. Well, other things to look forward to, and this goes into my category of I like to keep track of kind of like who's having the best year. For a while, <laughs> okay. it was going. To Ryan Reynolds, I was like, okay. After Deadpool, I was like, you're having a great yeah, fantastic. Year. Yeah. Like this is fantastic. But Ben Affleck getting up there, more news about him. It came oh, out that he is now friend. a producer Sorry. on Justice League Part One. Executive yep. producer, yeah, executive, executive producer. producer. That's coming out. Variety announced that this is on topic of his CinemaCon announcement that he will direct and star and a standalone Batman. Batman. So he's just like checking them off. It's like he's a win-loss thing because I think yeah. he's pretty disappointed with the way Batman v Superman turned out. Um, there was reports that he was upset about it and I think this, obviously him becoming Zach producer is them saying, Look, we're going to give you some of the rings here because, you know, well, but I think people Snyder like needs to be held him back. in that. Oh, oh he, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like he walks yeah. away from that. It doesn't matter what the number like. He walks away with a lot yeah. of positive reviews so I still count Batman v Superman as yeah. positive on his list. But it's always frustrating when you're working, when you mm-hmm. care about something so yeah. much mm-hmm. and you have a director that has his own vision in mind, but you're mm. yourself a director. I mean, it's difficult to yeah. have that working relationship in the first yeah. place. But I think he's just worried that the negative reviews or everything, what people think of Batman mm-hmm. versus Superman, will rub off on his film, yeah. which I think is actually probably going to be freaking amazing. Oh, yeah. Because he is such, he loves mm-hmm. that yeah. character so yeah. much. Just like you look at you look at Feige with all these Marvel mm-hmm. movies, it's like he, he loves it's Marvel. because he loves them. Yep. And yeah. I think giving him that own movie is going to mm-hmm. be one of the best Batman movies. There I think DC go. man, they get, there's a yeah. lot of chips riding on Suicide Squad now. <sighs> like after they, I don't have high pressure. hopes. Unfortunately, I really, I mean, I love the trailers. Um, they need it to be their Guardians of the Galaxy. They need it to be like these unknown characters that just explode. Luckily, they do have the Joker card, and people love the Joker. If I see, so people will go that first weekend. They okay. need it to be good, so they'll get repeat business. Parents will not take their kids to Suicide Squad. It's, I mean, it's obviously, but like literally, 
you have Marvel. If, even if they put out a rated R Marvel movie, parents mm-hmm. would probably be like, okay, but only because it's Wolverine. Yeah. Only because you really love him. Suicide Squad. I don't know who these characters are and looks really violent. I'm going to keep okay. you home. But they are teasing Batman in there. We will see. We will see. Well, we've already seen that he's All in right. it. All right. Now, back yeah, to our normal format. Yes. That replaced our international game for a little bit. We're going to go into our top, top five, five grossing list. And this one is kind of... He's a, I'm going to call him a fresh face. Oh, yeah. He's not a newbie, but he Listen. is a fresh face, mm-hmm. thanks mostly, I would say, to Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. That is Tom Holland. Yeah, breakout our star. friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> he hit the screen, for those of you who have seen it, I'm assuming you probably agree with us, mm-hmm. that he is... A great part of this film. Mm-hmm. Ah, Steven, was there an eyebrow raise? Was there a little a... bit? Okay. Did you not love him in Civil War? I, I mean, oh. I loved him in Civil War. I think he's a great Spider-Man. Okay. okay. I think, though, I think the way, I mean, I, I already read the interview they had where they didn't mm-hmm. know if they'd get Spider-Man or not. So it was kind of an afterthought of how they did the movie where yeah. once they realized that they had to film it. It's just, unfortunately, it really felt that way. Mm-hmm. It was like going this way. Let's take a left turn and randomly have this entire scene with Spider-Man and then come back. Like, that's the only problem I had with it. Because when you first mm-hmm. meet him, you're like, you're so used to freaking uh, Andrew Garfield. And you're so used to <sighs> previous Spider-Mans that you're, you're, if you've seen a lot of the movies and you're so used to that, you're not predisposed to seeing a very young Spider-Man. Which I'm really glad they went with. Mm-hmm. But it has that moment where you're like, Ugh. But then once he gets into the role, you're like, I love this. Yeah. yeah. So it, it it had a little bit of a disconnect, but I really, really well, liked it. I'll put that blame on, like, the... the yeah. You know, I'll put that blame on Sony, right? Yeah, <laughs> on someone else. Yeah. And wh- as an actor and what he did get to do, I think he owned the part really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see more from him. But we're going to get into his top five grossing list, maybe learn a little bit about him. He is a first <laughs> yeah. fact. He's should we, British. Should we go Ooh. one through five since we already know what number one is going to be no matter what? Yeah, we could do that. So Captain America Civil War already yeah. is number yeah. one film. Yeah. By a long shot. Who would have thunk $179 yeah. million yep. dollars as of today. Tomorrow will go, right? go way, way up. But uh, yes, he is only 19 years old. Mm-hmm. He is a British actor. But he could um, play younger. Like, oh, I think that's why they picked yeah. him. Like they're gonna. Well, his voice is very, yes. very like. I was his like, demeanor, Whoa. his stature. Yeah. He he plays young. Yeah, you know, I, I don't really I don't really know about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very. The second one, not too long ago, is the end of last year in the heart yeah. of the sea. So he has already worked with Mr. Hemsworth. Howard, this movie too. brought in yes, twenty four million dollars, which yeah was not I, what that was looking for. I'm but. gonna go ahead and say I really want to see this movie because I'm a Ron Howard fan. The last film he made was Rush, which I thought was fantastic. It was in my top ten of the year. This is not like Rush. This is not like Rush. This I understand, like Rush. but uh, from what I heard, it's well made. It's well shot. It's just a little slow at times. Did slow, you see it, Sarah? It's not memorable. You, so you, the mighty you whale. Did not, you did not like it. Was it, is it worth a watch? If I'm at home, it's on Netflix. I didn't it's hate worth a it. Watch. On Netflix, yes. But it also is like, they kind of tried to make it like a big visual presentation yeah. in the mm-hmm. water. So like that part for, was like needed for in theater. Okay. But like for how slow it was, it wasn't a good in theater movie. What was it, it just, two hours and 15 or something? Felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> I still really want to um, see it, mainly just because 
anytime Rod Howard in the production, and I like the story. I'm sure it'll be slow, but it's one of those movies that I'm <laughs> definitely going to check you out. You say, let me know. I will, uh, I will report back. <laughs> so he was in In the Heart of the Sea. Um, he was also in The Secret World. Of, is this pronounced Arietti? Arietti. Arietti. I guess. Brought in $20 million, another Buena Vista film. This is one I do and not know nothing about. Does anybody know about do, this film? Does anyone? Does anyone? It, never, I, I know made, one thing about this film. Tom Holland's in it. It's got Tom Holland in it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's one that's we even escaped to, me. Well, then we'll go with... I bet it's an English film. I, I'm sure. He also... He was on some TV in England. Mm-hmm. His dad was a comedian, so maybe that's where he's oh, getting really? some of his nice. comedian author. He's also known for being a dancer. We haven't seen... Wow. There's not too many, besides Captain America, Like there's not yeah. too many films on this list, but he was at the title role in Billy, Billy Elliot, the mm. musical, in the Victoria Palace Theater in London. He started doing that one in like 2008. Oh, that's going to help so when he's doing he's, Spider-Man poses. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure he can do yeah. that. I'm sure he's a very good ballet dancer. Yeah. But so he has been in the performing arts for yeah. a long time. I believe he went for, to school for it mm-hmm. um, a little bit later on. After seeing a couple of interviews, he seems like a really nice kid. Moving on to his number four, The Impossible, which brought in at $20 mm-hmm. million. So he has a nice little chunk of three movies in yeah. here. And like yeah. This is the best movie on the list, in my opinion. Um, this movie should have been nominated for some Oscars. I think it was nominated for some technical Oscars. Ewan McGregor's fantastic. Naomi Watts, I think Naomi Watts got, I think she might have won or was nominated for Golden Globe for this. Uh, Tom Holland, fantastic. Have uh, you seen it? I saw parts of it. Okay. Have you it's seen a it? lot. No. Okay. It is so good. And I agree with you, it is a tearjerker. It's a tearjerker. You will tear up or straight up cry at one point in this it's movie. It's about the tsunami. It's about the tsunami. Oh, it's about got the it. family that gets separated by yeah. the tsunami. Mm-hmm. You have Naomi Watts. Like, yeah, by far. Brutal. I, by far the most realistic tsunami effects I've ever seen in a movie. Like it looks and like you've a, seen San Andreas. I've seen San Andreas. <laughs> I've seen the the, the, the abyss, day after tomorrow. I've seen the abyss. The director's cut. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Um, it's unbelievable. It looks like they actually filmed when the tsunami hit. I don't know how they did it. When I saw that movie, not only was I emotional, but I was racking my brain like, how did they pull this off? It looks so good. Wow. And he's now also on I need to watch it. I have on Blu-ray. And then bringing up the bottom of this list is Locke yes. from one of my new favorite companies, A24. Mm, bringing in, it brought in only a million, almost a million yep. and a half dollars in 2014. Well and reviewed. he was a voice, correct? He was a voice. This is the Tom Hardy movie where he's in a car. The whole movie takes place with Tom Hardy in a car. Him just taking phone calls. But it's really good. This was actually one of the better reviewed films that year. I, I'm starting to really trust... Age yeah, yeah, yes. I feel like they have very nice taste. Uh, Megan Ellison, the basically who created A twenty four, her dad's a computer tech who's a billionaire, and she basically just takes his money. She she has all his money, and she just wants to make good movies. So she's not like some of these other producers in the company who are like making concessions to make money. You know, she's just mm-hmm. all about. She doesn't care about money. Well, she it's just wants to make when you good have movies. that freedom. I know, yeah, right? That's but, what, yeah. And but. That's what we need, though. We need more good movies yeah. over just high-budget movies. Yeah. So let's see if maybe we're going to get some good movies coming out in the nope. upcoming films. Well, actually, there's one. Come well, on. we'll start with Money Monster. Mm. So this is opening. It has the wide release of the next weekend of new films. Yep. It is, I believe, rated R. Is it rated R? Is it rated R? I don't know about that, well, actually. Well, you got George, George Clooney. That sounds wrong. And Julie Roberts, correct? Directed by Jodie Foster. 
Yes. Um, the trailers have looked okay. Um, the, the, it looks like a 90s movie, kind of. It's like <laughs> conspiracy with, with isn't always stars, a yeah, fear. It feels like a 90s movie that's coming out today. The whole hijacking of like a news station and some guy who's mad about you know the bank's taking his money. So but it it's could like the, have some truth it, in it yeah. and they're like looking into it and you kind of think know. that maybe somewhere along the lines they switch mm-hmm. sides and although they were against him in the beginning then like maybe yeah. the news crew starts rooting <laughs> for him. Yeah. Like or like helping him somehow. Yeah. And Who knows? The only, the only plus side for me was George Clooney looks like he's going to he looks like he's really giving his all to yeah. the character. It looks like he'd be playing a fun character. Um, but yeah, I'll have to wait till I hear some reviews on this one. Yeah. This, I feel the like reviews are some, not out, at least not no. on Rotten Tomatoes, and they're yeah. so they're keeping kind of tight lipped. Kind of tight Which, uh, speaking of that, surprised me about X Men Apocalypse because it doesn't come out for three weeks. Yeah, and usually when a studio release lets you see a movie this early, like Civil it. War, they're like they're trusting this is going to be a great review. Like film. these people are all going to love this. Yeah, and then so I'm really surprised. I'm wondering if Dwarf Brothers is a little surprised by the reaction X Men's getting feedback. Um, another thing about Money Monster before we on is a conversation keeps coming up about star power Mm -hmm. and how much that drives numbers uh how much you can hinge on just having a star in your movie nowadays without really giving Mm -hmm. the audience content that they're really lured into or Mm -hmm. interested in um we'll see if that weighs into the conversation next week on that has to do with what you said like it feels like a 90s movie yeah unfortunately (laughs) there's been a changing of the guard and the Mm a-listers of 2000s and the 90s are not, not they don't pull in the yeah, younger crowd they're now. They're your mom and dad's A-listers. Yeah. <laughs> I know, mean, they were A-listers in the 90s, but like now Chris Pratt will open a movie stronger than those two put together any day of the week. Yeah, Chris Pratt, sure. Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, it's, Chris Hemsworth. They're not mm-hmm. the they're not the big A-list stars. I think that's also because there's a little bit of mm-hmm. a lack of trust in what some of these stars are willing to put out. And it's yes, with Chris Pratt. Mhm. He's newer, he's fresher, he's our generation. Yeah. But you also look at his past mm-hmm. four or five movies, and you're like, oh, I can see the trajectory of this. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, her last movie was Mother Day. Before that, Daddy you did. don't know if she's actually in mm-hmm. this movie for half of it or five minutes. Like, they might just be using her name yeah. to put it up on a billboard. Like, I don't know. I, it, the worst thing is, like, I love George Clooney. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's phenomenal. I haven't I can't remember the last time I've seen a movie of his in theaters. Yeah, I kinda yeah. I kinda check out his movies after they're out of the theaters. I didn't see Hill Caesar. I didn't see theaters. Yeah, unfortunately I didn't what either. What was before that? Monuments. Monuments Man? That's what I was thinking. I saw Monuments Man. Tomorrowland was I saw Tomorrowland in theaters. Tomorrowland was his yeah. last big one. And I remember watching Tomorrowland, I remember saying on this show, I felt like they could have used a fresher Maybe a comedic oh, wow. actor. In I that think role the movie just needed well, a rewrite. I don't think it was his fault. Before we go into a Tomorrowland spiral, let's also talk about the darkness, which is coming out in about fifteen hundred plus theaters. It is a horror movie. It's coming from, I believe, Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. It's PG thirteen. Kevin Bacon is in it. <laughs> He's the only. Th- I like Kate, I like Kevin Bacon so much. He's the only reason that I might actually check out a matinee. It, it's but about anything like else. Everything tri- else, I could care less. A kid is seems to be it's possessed the, by tribal it's like spirits. It's one of the oldest tropes ever. Like he goes to like a haunted Indian burial ground. That's like that's like horror one hundred and one. <laughs> hey, simple can sometimes be great. I guess, but sure. the whole thing, like the trailer, where he's like, at some point he just starts like black stuff starts coming out of his mouth or something. It's like, come on, give me a break. 
I think it's funny that we just talked about how we haven't seen George Clooney movies in theaters, and mm-hmm. Jete is already like, Kevin Bacon, man, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Bacon, <laughs> like, I like Kevin Bacon, but like... Tremors, man. Uh, yeah, Tremors is amazing. Two other movies coming out, High Rise, which is uh, Tom Hilston mm. and Jeremy Irons. I watched the trailer for this. Yeah. I wanted to be able to tell everyone what it is about. I don't know. I think that's good, though. What it's about. It's about a high rise mm-hmm. that like kind of looks strange and you kind of get the sense that like a lot of these people's mm-hmm. life like happens Names. in the high rise but there's something kind of off mm-hmm. about it um Tom Hiddleston sells a movie though I'll go I mean I, I mean I like him I, I just I, the project I think is it David Cronenberg directing this I can't recall I can't off the top of my head. I got to check now cuz that'll kill me cuz if it's David Cronenberg I'll be there opening day I'm checking right now. Okay, I'm sorry. You check that. We will. While you check that, we can also talk about the one I'm interest, really interested in seeing, which is the yes. lobster. Yes. Um, this has been uh, a kind of popped up in the festival circuit. It is a 24. It is bringing together Colin Farrell and Rachel Weiss. It is a limited release for right now. Um, although I can't completely tell you also what this movie is about, what the little snippets I got are that it's about uh, finding love in this kind of obscure, oh. funny, strange way. Supposedly, if you like, don't fa- find love, you might be mm-hmm. turned, turned into, into an, an animal. animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Farrell's animal yeah, of choice is going lobster. to be a lobster. Lobsters are famous for mating mm-hmm. for life, which is a friend's reference. Like, I don't know, but it looks quirky, funny, we, and kind of cool. We sent one of our hosts to see a screening of this. Oh, really? Oh, and they, they said that it's good. It's just very weird yeah. and a little bit lengthy. I like weird. Uh, Alicia so, Malone, a good, fan, a good friend of the show and friend of mine, she saw it at Sundance and loved it. Loved it pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. I, it, uh, it seems like a lot of the reviews and stuff say, like, acquired taste. Yeah. It is... A artsy movie. It is mm. off the beaten yeah. path. Well, so funny. if that's your style, I think if you're like going to go it, see a movie called The Lobster, yeah. like you might as well. It, you, a, I think this is up your up your alley. Up it's your a quirky alley. independent comedy uh, slash love story. Yeah. Okay. Also, I want to say High Rise is directed not by Dave Kronberg, but I know why I thought of that name because he's a very twisted kind of could be a violent director. Uh, ben Wheatley directed this movie, and he directed a film called Kill List mm-hmm. a few years ago, which to me is like one of the best, most underrated, scary-ass, violent horror films to come out in like the last few years. It's about Damn. now. I really yeah. don't want to see. Yeah, that makes me want to see High Rise more. No, this makes me really not want to see High Rise, uh, but you can go see it real quick. Kill us is. I just want to get this out there because people, you need to see this movie. It's about this hitman who has a family. His family doesn't know he's a hitman, and he goes out to like uh, in London on the Outer Banks kind of deal, and is basically going to try to kill some guy, and comes across a satanic cult where the people are so insane in this cult is they'll just run at you like they're aliens or something. You know like movie aliens, the aliens are just run at you yeah. mm-hmm. and you should be shooting them down? Literally there's a scene in this movie where he's just shooting people down and they're so insane they just keep coming at him. And it's some creepy ass so shit. So I Am Legend. Yeah, but with like... H.P. Lovecraft tones. With satanic cult and uh, graphic violence. But I'm not really going to see it, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, I saw, um, I, I, did you guys see Green did Room? Did not sell you. Did you see me check out? I was <laughs> yeah. like, go. Oh, I disagree. Nice. I lo- it, was it was good? It was great. Okay, cool. All right. Let's get into some predictions. As I said, mm. the si- High Rise and Lobster Limited. So yep. unless you think somehow they're going to pull in no. just tons and tons of money, I Don't would stay so. away from those two. But Money, Monster, and The Darkness mm-hmm. are getting a bit wider release. Dear contenders are Captain America Civil War. 
War, The Jungle Book, Mother's Day, The Huntsman Winter's War, and Keanu. Uh, where will hmm. these stack up? This is the question. JTE, do you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, obviously, Captain America number one, word of mouth. It's not- I, I, I think, what are you talking about? No way. Yeah, yeah. It's going to destroy. Um, Batman v Superman will come back. I think it's going to drop around, I think it'll drop around 50 to 59%, because that's usually, when something opens that big, that's usually how it drops. Mm-hmm. I think I'll make like $90 million next weekend. Um, Jungle Book, I'll stick with number Jungle Book number two, only because there's nothing else out there for kids besides Captain America, because I think it's going to make like $12 million. I think it's going to drop fi- less than 50%, and so around $12, 13000000 million. Then I'll go Money Monster. I think... Julie Roberts and George Clooney is enough to bring them in. Then I'll go the darkness, and then we'll end it with. I guess you gotta go Mother's Day. Really? Because really? I can't. I don't see Keanu or Huntsman making up for it. All right. So oh. I got Captain America, Jungle Book, um, Money Monster, The Darkness, and Mother's Day. All right, sounds good. Let's hear it, Stephen. Yeah, Captain America is definitely gonna be. Mm-hmm. Number one, obviously. Uh, Jungle Book is most likely going to be number two. Um, and then looking at the numbers, I'll say Jungle Book's probably going to be around 15 million, 14 million okay. for next week. So looking at that, definitely Money Monster number three. I think High Rise and Lobster are going to take the last two slots. Really? No way. How many theaters? They're like they in no theaters. Wait, yeah. sorry, like sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, not having them. Dark, Darkness? You. Yeah. Well, Darkness is the horror film, right? Yep. Yes. They usually do good their opening weekend. It's true. That's where they make all their money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold on those. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to give you a sec? Yeah, give me one sec. All oh, right, I will go with Captain America: Civil War. Um, I actually, I do think it's going to be Jungle Book, but I want to change it up for me. So I'm going to put some hope in George it's Clooney. Money monster. Come on. Who knows? Um, bring in money monster. Okay. Uh, for me, it'll be interesting to see the darkness says, but I don't think it looks that great. So I'm going to do Jungle Book, then the darkness. Mother's Day, I think, is gone. But yeah. Because, like... It made nine million, and the two movies after it made three. True. Yeah, but I think it's gone. <laughs> all, I think it's gone. You know what? And all of a sudden, Zootopia is going to be back. Oh, right? There you go. <laughs> That's I think my list. That could, it could happen. I think I was only trying to switch it off to be different from JTE because yeah. honestly, I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to be. I was trying to be special, but okay. you know, I can't I'll, argue. I'll be the special one. I'll be the different one over here. I, I, I have no shame. Anyway, if you, if we, let's see if we do have a caller on the line that we can take before uh, we go. Tweet out the number not, four. Uh, number is four two four two five three zero five zero four. Four two four two five three zero five zero four. That's only for this studio and this week, guys. So don't try to use it every other week. Oh four. Yeah. Yeah. That's our our numbers change every week, and that is yeah. why. But we can tell you right now. Thank you so much for watching us mm-hmm. here on the Popcorn Talk Network. There are tons of other shows you can go watch, especially if you want to hear more about Civil War. If you want to hear about more about comic book movies, we have whole shows dedicated to them. Mm-hmm. So we sent uh, we sent Koi to see it three days before it came out and Which Marvel Movie News Yeah, Marvel nice. Movie News is gonna be really interesting this Thursday. Nice. So, exactly. You know, visit them, visit Roxy Stratter, DC movie news. Yeah, DC DTE movies. also has shows you can go watch. Yeah, uh, I'm on Screen Junkies, I'm on Schmoes and my own YouTube channel, JTE Movie Thinks. Uh, spoiler review for Captain America Civil War should be coming out tomorrow. And I have uh, hoping to see Apocalypse soon, sooner than later. Hmm. And hiding your review yeah, for I a also, while. I also, I got, I got a press screening for Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm, I'm only going to go because it, I have a press screening. Right. I would not be seeing that movie. You going on the 9th or the 13th? Um, my screening is the 16th or the 9th. I, I like how remember. they just like, you guys just hang this over like, you can't talk uh, about it, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, check out all our shows here on the network. Uh, we have Disney Movie News. They're going to talk about, they're going to mm-hmm. go to the screening for Alice. I don't know when the embargo is. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then, uh, of course, Box Office. We're doing mm-hmm. a great thing with Mike Kalinowski at DC Movie News where he takes a different DC character every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC Character Corner. It's pretty cool if you guys want to check that out. And please, uh, all of these shows are available on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you didn't know that now you know that and one way to directly show us that you know that is to go to itunes leave us a rating and a comment mm-hmm. and uh, if you leave your twitter handle i'll i'll send you a shout out on twitter uh follow these guys on twitter and mm-hmm. great i think we do have a caller on the line let's is it the check boss? in it's gotta be it's probably the boss it's boss, yeah. it's the boss. Of course it is what's up boss not the moth. Captain America Civil War was a good movie. I really loved it. I, I agree. I'm glad, man. I'm with it's you. So yeah, good. yeah. So I'm going back to go see it. I'm going back to go see it again tomorrow. My sister loves it too. Oh, really? Yeah, see? I saw it yeah. twice already. Repeat I'll watch. probably see it a third time. Yeah, Spider Man was so good. Ah, uh, I know. That's why we featured Spider-Man him today. Spider Man was good too. We liked but the him. only character, the only character I didn't like was Ant Man. He was just completely useless. What? <laughs> Ant Man was awesome, man. He was funny. He had he I brought didn't, the I didn't humor. Really like him in the movie. He didn't, he didn't really click to me though. Okay, okay. interesting. Okay, he, he is does kind of the change the tone out. a little. Yeah. He I, is a tone changer, but I, I thought it was refreshing. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed that X-Men doesn't get a lot of mixed reviews. I know, man. Me too. I was really excited for this movie. I was a big X-Men fan. I was waiting for months to see this movie. I still got high expectations to see this movie, though. Check it out, man, because like I told you, I talked to some of my friends, and they said, if you're an X-Men fan, like you said you are, and I'm a big X-Men fan, we'll still get, yeah. we'll still get enjoyment out of it. I just don't yeah. think we're going to like it as much as Days of Futures Past, which was phenomenal. Yeah, no, and my expectation for Suicide, Suicide Squad is really, really, really high. I'm with you, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I hope let me down again. We hope I so. hope not, man. We're all have our fingers crossed. Hey, boss, do you have a top five for us this week or a question? Yes. Yeah, cool. Captain America's Awards, State of the I'm kind of wondering about the weekend drop-offs, second weekend. Yeah. I think they made $90 million this weekend. Yeah, that's what I said. Because all the views and the repeat viewing. Mm-hmm. That's what I said, too, buddy. Yeah, number two, Trouble Book will stay number two. Mm-hmm. Number three probably will be Money Monster. Mm-hmm. Number four probably will be The Darkness. And number five probably will be The Hutchman. Oh, that's where you and oh. I did. No, is that what I had for number five? I think that's what you had. I had, yeah. no, had Mother's Day. No, I had Mother's Day. Yeah, that's the only word. That's you no, and I. Were, it is. I'll, 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 you probably know way more right than I was because boss is pretty much always right. Yeah, boss. Thank All you right. so Thanks, much for buddy. calling in. All we'll right, talk man. to you soon. All right, bye. We'll Later, t- buddy. Tell Tommy say hi. Say yeah, we'll tell Tom say hi. He loves boss. All right, thank you all for watching. It was a pleasure having you with mm-hmm. us. We will be back next week. Yeah, and watch some. Go watch some more movies. Yeah, so we can talk about them. Keep watching them. Watch those numbers. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 